0: It's the My Favourite Film Podcast. This is Series 3, and this is our new title music. Welcome back to the My Favourite Film Podcast. I am Gav Smith. This is our new Series 3. Hope you're enjoying our new theme tune, which was specially composed for us by the Craig Whale Collaboration. Their new album, A Long Way Home, is now available on all streaming services to stream, or you can go and buy it if you want to. Tonight, I am joined by Cliff Barnes. Hello, Hello. Cliff.
1: Hello, Gav. I am Cliff from the Devil Times Five Horror Podcast. It's a, com- it's a comedy podcast about horror movies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which does make me think, why have you chosen this film as your favourite film? But we'll, we'll get, into that. We'll so, get Cliff, to that. So, Cliff, I'll... A little clue if you could consider yourself at home tonight and if you could um mm. just tell us a little bit about the film that you have chosen
1: uh well it is a, a best picture oscar winner from 1968 it is carol Reed's uh, adaptation of lionel bart's musical adaptation of charles dickens's oliver twist it is oliver exclamation mark oliver
0: It's Charles Dickens. It's Oliver Twist. It's a fairly bleak tale to turn into a a musical. Um, Yes. When Um, did you first see Oliver?
1: I have no idea. When I was a child.
0: (laughs) When you were a child. I don't know
1: when. Yeah, I don't know when. I don't remember seeing it for the first time. I do have a vague memory of it being on round a friend's house Right. but it wasn't wasn't me and my friend who were watching it it was someone else in that house and um i think i'd already seen it so i didn't sit down and watch it then that's right. that's my earliest memory of it right. but it wasn't the first time i saw it um right. i don't know it was it's just a, i think it's because my dad's always loved it so uh it's always sort of been there and um that's not to say i've always loved it i've always enjoyed it and i don't think it was really until about like when I watched it, April twenty twenty, according to my letterboxd, is wow. when the first time I said, "I think this is the best film ever made."
0: Right? Okay. So I So it's
1: grown on me over the years. more. Yeah,
0: more. yeah. So it wasn't something that you were particularly, I don't know, attracted to. It was something you'd gone. I must go and see that, or no, 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 whatever. No. It's just kind of grown into your life at some point.
1: Yeah. So and it's, it's it's a. I love putting a musical on like on Christmas Day or ever, right? And Oliver's just one of those ones that kept being the one that we'd pick to watch on Christmas Day. I mean, right, this is so yeah,
0: yeah. So you said it, it was April 2020 that you put it down in a letterbox. It was yeah. that what, why particularly had you gone back to watch it back in 2020? I was, was that lockdown, um, basically. We needed something to watch,
1: <laughs> I think. That might have been when I bought the Blu-ray. Oh, right, okay. Upgraded from DVD. Yeah. Is my guess. Because the previous time I'd seen it was Christmas Day 2016. Right. (laughs) And then the next time was Christmas Day 2021. (laughs) And I've watched it twice since because I bought the 4K right? and I've watched that twice. I can't find when the most recent one was. But anyway,
0: there we go. Uh, So
1: Yeah, no, I've, I've definitely reviewed it uh, five times, times in the letterbox to hear us.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so you were just generally, it was on because your, your dad was, was your dad a big musicals fan then, was he? No. No.
1: It no, was just all of it. To be honest, I don't really know enough about my dad's tastes to be able right. to tell you anything. All I remember is that he did, he did, certainly likes to. Certainly once or twice I've seen him drunk with a tea towel on his head dancing around to Oliver. I don't know <laughs> what the tea towels uh, you know, unless it was just something that he did watching the sound of music and was pretended to be a nun and uh, carried it over into watching Oliver. I don't know. I can't remember. I don't really. Family isn't really a big big thing in my life, so I don't right. have many many memories <laughs> <No>. of uh, <laughs> him or my or my mum or anything really. Um, but you know, it, it's just always been there. Yeah. Fair
0: enough. Yeah, one of those things. I mean, my,
1: my, my brother, who is yeah. also not part of my life, is called Oliver, but I right. don't think I don't think that's related in any way. I think it's just a, <laughs> just a coincidence.
0: Do you not like to think that maybe it was?
1: <laughs> I mean, it's very possible that they named him after after the film because right. or the musical, because uh I mean, I don't tell many people this, but um, so I hope your listenership is tiny. Uh, but, I am, right I, <laughs> but i am named after cliff richard right uh-huh. that. <laughs>
0: i thought you were gonna tell me that your middle name was nancy
1: yeah. <laughs> so have you have you ever seen the
0: the stage play or yeah you i thought, have one to you?
1: um yeah no i'm i saw it i can't remember again. I can't remember if I saw it with my dad or if it was a school outing. I right. think it was with my dad. It was at the uh, Fairfield Hall in Croydon, yeah. at the Ash- Ashcroft Theatre there. I guess. Um, I was very young. I don't remember much about it. Right. I do remember. Um, I do remember that's your funeral, the, the uh, funeral director's song, that isn't in the film, yeah. being a banger. Yeah. And. It's kind of a shame that's not in the film because it's a really good one from what I remember. Uh, yeah. And also I've watched, I'm sure I've watched, you know, a version of it on YouTube. Yeah. Um, and I think there's some more songs that are in the stage play, but not oh, the film. There's but... quite a
0: lot, yeah. But I mean, the, the running time I... of the film's fairly high anyway, isn't it? So... Yeah,
1: I suspect the other ones aren't as good because every, every song in the film yeah. is uh, absolutely brilliant. Yeah. And you can't say that about many musicals.
0: No, there's not a lot that way you can go, every song's actually a really good song. There's there's yeah. a lot that got some proper bangers in them, but then there's yeah, yeah, yeah. the three or four that uh, no, nah, not not worried about them ones. Yeah. I, I mean, has it had yeah. some sort of you have kind of you've said it's your, your favorite film? Um mm-hmm. which I know is a difficult question because I know my favorite film kind of changes from time to time as well, as most people do. Yeah. What effect has this had on you to make it become your favorite film?
1: Um, well. My favourite film before this was Oliver Stone's JFK, right. and <laughs> very different. <laughs> and I don't know, at just some point um, Oliver overtook. You know, I just thought, you yeah, know, JFK is great, but um, but I mean, how can you compare? It's like apples and oranges, aren't they? They're, they're know, two films, just, that are very difficult to compare. All of <laughs> it's certainly one. Certainly, I like go back to Oliver more than I do JFK. Yes. Uh, um but yes. I have also watched JFK a fucking load, loads of <laughs> loads. <laughs> so um yeah. I but, don't know. But, I mean, once upon a time, I'm sure Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2 is my all time favourite film. So, you know, that's going back to when I was a teenager, still a yeah. banger. But yeah, it's a classic one.
0: Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah.
0: I'm just trying I'm just trying to process change between JFK to Oliver as being favourite film. It's 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 a big leap, that one, isn't it? I love. Little... Running time wise, they're probably about the same.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> maybe that's where JFK sort of slipped down the ranking by one. Whether I just have to admit that the full length director's cut is about ten has about ten minutes, a ten minute block where you're like, this could have been just left. Yeah, just sniff yeah. that
0: out. It would still have been a great film. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I was going to ask you about it becoming a, a an immediate. Love, but obviously it's not been an immediate love for you. This has been something that's just grown on you and grown on you yeah. over the over the years. Yeah, 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 yeah. you've already alluded to the fact that you've obviously had it on DVD, you upgraded to Blu Ray, then upgraded to four K. Mm-hmm. Is it? Is that that's the thing for you? You're always going to upgrade this and this. Like when the next sort of level of high definition comes out, will it be? Yeah, I must upgrade that one. Is it? Whenever I the new know. version was, it you've got to do it. or...
1: I don't know because, um, I mean, I don't think there's a huge visible difference between the Blu-ray and the 4K. Probably isn't. Um, <laughs> no. Also, one thing that is quite slightly disappointing is that the, uh, the Overture and the On tracks is that how you pronounce it? On tracks. I think it's pronounced On tracks. The, the the music in the interval yeah. uh, played over a black screen and you used to have a nice light sepia pe- pe- painting of London to look at. Oh, uh, right. <laughs> so changed it. Did i tell you what, though, that black that black screen is like, <laughs> extremely black. <laughs>
0: That's why they've done it, to show you just yeah. how black black how can black be. how black your screen
1: can be, yeah. <laughs> That's why it's blacker than when the TV's switched off. Thanks impressive, yeah not it? Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, your podcast is a horror podcast, so yes. you are much more uh, a horror fan, I would imagine. Are yes. A big
1: thing in your life
0: is it that just is it just Oliver or are all mm. musicals, something that you, you must go and see in here?
1: No, 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 they're not a big thing in my life in, in the sense that I'm a musical theater boy or anything like that. But having said that, uh, so there are 29 films that I have on my letterbox that I have given the full five stars to, right. I'm Very, very stingy with my five stars. Yeah, so there's yeah. only 29 films, seven of them are musicals. Wow, so I just think a really good musical. Is better than most other films, <laughs>
0: it can be. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm intrigued now. So, seven musicals. I think, this is the top I, of your seven. What are the other six?
1: Uh, the other six, right? Oh, Greece, fair enough, Chicago, yeah, The Wicker Man, hmm? The Rocky Horror Picture Show, Dancer in the Dark, and if you count it as a musical, which is debatable, really, Ill Manners, right.
0: I think I've seen El Malice. I think that's the only one I haven't got. That's I haven't great, got, that's but great. I'll, I'll go and find it.
1: But the that's way it. I see it, right, you, you've got so with media, you've got a book, and that's just words, right? Yes. And then you've got a stage play, and that's words and acting and lights and sets. And then you've got a film, which is all that plus editing. Yeah. The um, music obviously comes into it in the stage section. Um, and then, and then you've got musicals, which are like films but with songs in it's an extra thing <laughs> so i think it's like you know it's almost like the the most the most it's just the most it's yeah. the most version of media there is
0: yeah yeah i suppose so yeah
1: so it's just got that extra thing so if a really good one is going to be better than a, a equivalent film that doesn't have songs in it
0: so so given the choice between reading the original novel or watching a show a film that is based on the novel that hasn't got songs and watching the musical version of Oliver, you'd always go with the musical version.
1: Yeah, I've never watched. To... Uh, I've never watched a version of Oliver Twist that doesn't have the songs in. Have you not? <laughs> <laughs> and I've never read the novel, though I did read a few passages the other day because I was just uh, thinking, oh, I wonder how Dickens wrote this bit, and you know. So yeah. I, had, I had a look. Um, uh, I mean, he writes like like a nineteenth-century man, doesn't he? Yes. Um, yeah. You... I mean, it, it's.
0: Oliver Twist, as most Dickens novels are, is is fairly bleak. It's very, very dark. It's it's a gritty book and there's there's mm. not a lot nice that happens to poor Oliver, as there probably isn't in the, the musical either, if you think about it. Um, mm. Why do you think these sort of sad, grim stories make good musicals?
1: Um, well, I mean, compare with Dancer in the Dark, I mean, and The Wicker yeah. Man indeed, you know. Yeah, true. Um, <laughs> it's... Um, well, more so with those I suppose it's the juxtaposition of what you um could call you know jolly singing and dancing with bleak stories is great, you know, yeah. um, I don't know, you can tell I, I just think and ill manners is of course are like probably the bleakest of them lot of the lot um, I think you could um well, you can tell any story with songs yeah. and I mean I'm not not gonna knock Grease that's no, no. You know, that's a that's a nice upbeat film, and uh yeah, it's absolutely. Nothing wrong with that. It's an immaculate film. Yeah, awesome musical. Yeah. Um, you know, actually, Chicago's dark as well, isn't it? Yeah, um,
0: yeah. I think Greece is the the least dark of the ones that you mentioned.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Rocky Horror
0: is quite fun, but there's this dark moments to it.
1: I think even Greece started out on stage quite dark, and it was kind of jollied up for the film. Yeah, um, and then when they revived the music, the stage musical for uh, after the film it's yep. always been more akin to the film and they've taken the dark elements out of it. Yeah, and, possibly, you yeah. know, had to put stuff like You're the other one that I want in it, which wasn't yeah. in the original. Yeah. Just because people expect that kind of thing when they go out for a night out to see Greece, They don't expect a load of knife fights or whatever happens in it. <laughs> <laughs> There's all sorts of <laughs>
0: goes on in the original one, I think, yeah. I bet, yeah, yeah. I recently um, saw it um, a a school version of it where they cut out the whole Rizzo stuff with her being pregnant and all of that's just completely glossed over. So it's a, right, a very sure, different yeah, yeah. thing, yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, that's um, kind of, you know, legit, and that is a, a version that you can license from the copyright holders, the school yeah. version. Yeah. It's, uh, they presumably don't say things like Pussy Wagon and no, it, it's Gang very Bang. Much, and yeah,
0: very much cut down.
1: Wise to... wise to the rise in his Levi's and things yes. like that. <laughs>
0: None of that happens. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but um, I think like, when it comes to musicals, it's absolutely like the attitudes of it are summed up by an absolutely devastating line in Dancer in the Dark where... Um, have you seen Dancer in the Dark?
0: I have, yeah. Jeff? Long time ago. I haven't seen it for a while, but yeah.
1: So Jeff, the guy who's got, who take, who's got a shot, yeah, takes fancy to Selma, the ex-character, yep. um, she's totally in love with musicals. That's all she lives for. And he says to her, he's quite simple. He says to her, I I don't understand in musicals. Why do they start to sing and dance all of a sudden? I mean, I just don't, I don't just suddenly start to sing and dance. And Selma says, No, Jeff, you don't. And it's so sad. It's like all that joy is missing from his life because he just can't understand it.
0: He doesn't stand up and sing and dance every now and again. Yeah. Yeah. Very sad.
1: It's, It's devastating.
0: I mean, I suppose it is. It's the one thing that makes the bleakness of the story uh, more palatable is that ability of them all to jump up and sing and dance, even though they're going through what terrible hardships they're in. I mean, they they Mm. consider yourself, as I mentioned earlier on there. You know, it's a a great song and a banger of a song, but they're these street urchins that are, you know, pickpocketing to just get enough money to get themselves some food. And yet it's a happy, joyful song.
1: Well, yeah, I mean that—that's not so much about pickpocketing. I would say it's more about the what life in London um, was like in in this version of London in the film. Possibly, and, yeah, yeah. And like the amount of people you see doing their jobs, um, all the different jobs around the markets and everything. And you know, they're they all kind of tradespeople's jobs. And there's some things that have died out, like chimney sweeps and probably bottle washers and things like that. <laughs> but it's. Yeah, yeah, it's something a bit kind of, oh, this is a uh, kind of mundane set of jobs they've got here, and yet yeah. they're all so happy and jolly yeah. <laughs> and having their knees Cockney up geezers, while they do yeah. It. Yeah. <laughs> It's an incredible production number, that. It's yeah. just, I, um, the way that, like, I was really noticing how long the takes are in it, especially the first bit, when, when Oliver and... um Dodger first meet uh, on those steps of the church uh, yeah. and the camera just follows them around follows them around and there's no cuts and then the song starts and the first few lines of the song they're walking up walking around the pillar walking up and down the street still no cut it goes on for ages without yeah. a single cut it was really long take for something that has you know the beginnings of the choreography for the song and everyone's absolutely on cue and it's incredible yeah i wonder yeah. how many takes that took
0: the, the sets in this place must be amazing because there's some massive sets that they're walking through. And as you say, there's, a there's no bridge with a,
1: There's a bridge with a steam train going over the top.
0: Absolutely. <laughs>
1: yes. Sometimes you see that in that happen in um East They have a on Bridge Street in East they have a, a tube line, the district line. Yeah. So sometimes on special yeah, sometimes you'll see a tube train go over the East set. But uh, they only do it on special occasions because they have to get, you know, CGI in for that. Yeah, yeah, Um yeah. Whereas the, for Oliver, they actually, from what I can tell, they actually built a little railway line so that they could send us a, a steam train over an actual bridge. I mean, it might be in false perspective. It might not be full size, but...
0: It, it's possible, but there certainly wasn't CGI back in 68, um, no. was there, when they were making no. this? Hmm. So. It is a practical effect of some sort, but of some sort. Oh, it could yeah. even
1: be a composite, but I, I think it's in some way, I think it's there on the set.
0: I'd like yeah. to think that it was that they built mm. the full size steam train and track behind the set so they could drive it past that. That's, yeah. I'm going to have that in my head now. Whenever I watch it again, I'm going to think that is real.
1: <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, had you, were you aware of sort of, Carol Reed as a director before you kind of got to be this being your favourite film. I mean, he's, he's done Probably some no. quite interesting works. but
1: I've, I haven't seen any other Carol Reed films. Not seen The and, Third Man? No, nah, I've certainly yeah. never heard of him when I was four or whatever. When well, I true, saw. not when you were four.
0: <laughs> I kind of meant back in 2020 when he decided it was your favourite
1: film. <laughs> no, nah, never watched any of his other films. Um, I'm sure I should, but no. I haven't.
0: The, th- the Third Man's worth watching. I bet. Yeah. Based on a book somewhere along the line, but there you go. Um, yeah. What about main stars then? I mean, the main stars in it, probably Oliver Reed, Harry Seacum, Ron Moody. Were they ones that interested you in any way at any point? Oh yeah. When your... I was,
1: when I was four years old, I couldn't get enough of Ron Moody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I was the same. It's great. Yeah. Again, I mean, Oliver Reed is great. I, between this and The Devils, what, what a guy. What, yeah. what a, those eyes. Yeah. Such piercing piercing blue eyes. And, uh, yeah, real menacing, but also, you yeah, know, cuddly. <laughs> cuddly <laughs> in some way. More cuddly, a lot more cuddly in The Devils than in, than in Oliver, I would say. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't want to mess
0: with him in Oliver at all, would you? No. Not at all.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, it could have been a lot worse. Artful Dodger, one of the auditionees for that was Jim Davidson.
0: Really? Yeah. Wow. wow. That would have been interesting, wouldn't it? I
1: kind of mm, want to see well, that version of the film. I just <laughs> can't imagine I could bear to watch it now knowing that he grew up into that.
0: Yeah, but he, he possibly wouldn't have grown up into what he did if, oh, yeah, if he'd he been have, in this. I don't know.
1: He might have become a tragic alcoholic and died young, like I, uh, Jack Wilde did. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. yeah it could have been yeah. a very different life, a very different world we could have lived in. Yeah. yeah. any knickknacks or anything like that. <laughs>
1: and, um, <laughs> did you know Mark Lester who, play, who plays Oliver he yeah. is the biological dad of Michael Jackson's children is he yeah
0: that's bizarre isn't it
1: It's really
0: what, odd was that by choice
1: <laughs> well yeah I, I suppose I it is by choice well, but... well, I mean
0: <laughs> I... I wonder if Michael Jackson knew though who he was Oh, the, yeah, 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 Oliver. I'm sure it
1: was an arrangement, yeah. Yeah, wow. No, but, I mean, there's something well dodged about him going, oh, I want to get the boy who played Oliver to... Uh, yeah. I mean, he's... Mm, mm.
0: Well, let's not mm. talk about that, just in case. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, let, let's get into a bit more of the film itself. Um, Obviously, there's lots of characters in this film. There's lots of good actors in it, and... Um, Who would be your favourite character in the film?
1: Um, Tempted to say Nancy. Right. Just because she's hot. (laughs) Johnny Watkins is hot.
0: (laughs) Hey, do you know what? If you've got to have a reason, being hot is probably the best reason for liking anything.
1: I mean, like I say, I've watched this film all my life and, you know, as as a teenage boy, I was like, that that looks like the kind of girl that I want to get off with, please. And, <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean yeah. like a whore. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough.
0: <laughs> I, I um, mean, what about the the rest of the ensemble cast? Then is there anyone else that sort of sticks your mind as being you know they're given a, a really good performance there? Or it is Nancy it for you?
1: Oh no, no. I mean, Ron Moody is incredible. Yeah. He's, He's, I mean, he has to play a character who is a villain, yeah, but also a friend to the protagonist, yeah, likable, trustworthy ish, dark side, good side, heroic in a way, and cartoonish and funny. That's a big ask, it
0: it is, isn't it? Yeah, there's a a lot going on there,
1: there really is. Um, and um, he has to kind of He's a, he's a Jewish actor who has to kind of play uh anti-semitic character which he
0: yeah
1: I mean how how anti-semitic this, his portrayal of, of Fagin is I don't know I, it's not my place to say really no uh, but I did a bit of reading on this and it's fascinating like especially in the light of uh the recent nonsense about Roald Dahl and the current nonsense about Agatha Christie and all these yeah. right-wing yeah. commentators saying you can't rewrite them people's books yeah, but yeah, yeah. Dickens right so when when Oliver Twist was first published uh Dickens um got a friend who was who was Jewish who told him that yeah that Fagin character absolutely out of order because like throughout the book he's referred to as the Jew and yeah. he's doing Jewy things and all this kind of stuff yeah and so Dickens rewrote it took out over 180 references to wow. Fagin being Jewish and wow. then in the next edition, took out all the rest of the references to him being Jewish and all the Jewish stereotypes that he'd, he'd imbued Fagin with. Wow. So, I mean, you, anyone who thinks that, you know, people are pissing on Roald Dahl's grave or whatever by yeah. changing a word here or there, you know, Dickens yeah. was, was woke.
0: Yeah. It's been Changed going on, on, for, own... for, gone on yeah. for a long time, hasn't it? Yeah. 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 yeah strange then that. He appears so Jewish in, in the film, I suppose. If it's all been taken out of the original book, then the, mm.
1: yeah. but mm. I mean he said Ron Moody said that he, you know, the accent he did was he'd done some research on what Jewish people would have sounded like in London at that time. Yeah. Because I think he said that uh, either the one he originally did on stage or the or previous portrayals in other Other media tended to be more kind of Polish-Jewish, but the Polish Jews didn't come over till much later. And so it was a very different kind of accent. Um, I mean, it is... I don't know. I mean, I say I've I've had this in my life, all my life, and uh, it's only when you get older that you even think these things. (laughs) He wasn't sitting there as a kid going... Oh, that funny Jewish bloke, <laughs> you like that, was <laughs> I? Because <laughs> you don't have any kind of prejudice or knowledge of prejudice when you are young. No,
0: kids, it's kids don't really care about it. Right. He's, he's just yeah. the funny bloke who does does some songs, isn't he? You know, it, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's it's strange, I suppose, the way that children would view it as opposed to adults, and then looking mm. at it different ways and whatever else. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So we've got Nancy as a favourite, Fagin. Any other sort of, I mean, it's a big cast, and there's so many different parts to the the film. I suppose you've, you've got different eras and all of his life was from the orphanage all the way through to getting back to a semi richness at the end. What um, are there any other characters at other points that sort of? Yeah, think
1: Mr. Yeah, Bumble's they... great, isn't he Harry wow. Harry Seacam Harry Seacomb, yeah. as the guy yeah. on the commentary track says Let's Harry Seacomb. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a proper American pronunciation of that yeah. name, isn't it
1: <laughs> um, yeah. actually quite an interesting commentary track it's all just about the history of the of the book and the and of London it's, right, yeah, okay quite good. Yeah. um um yeah no I really like his character he's funny um yeah. it's it's easy to Someone my age 47 to overlook the fact that Harry Harry Seacombe was ever funny because all I really knew him from my childhood was Highway, that <laughs> Sunday evening hymns yeah. program he did. Which, yeah, Highway in songs had, of praise, yeah, <laughs> yeah. When we only had three or four channels and yeah. like that was the most watchable thing on. Oh, mm. terrible times they were, but obviously he was in the goons before that, which was before my time, yeah. And, um, yeah, but we've got, um, yeah, we've got him being funny in this.
0: Yes, he is. He's he's very good, and he's quite. I mean, he's
1: quite a few good comedy turns There's Leonard Rossiter. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There's obviously Robin Moody's He's funny. Um, yeah.
0: He's a good job of it, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think of others, in that's. I mean, there's a lot of them that have funny-ish roles, I suppose, and that the lines they're given are obviously humorous more than anything else. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, one of the best lines in it is where the. One of the one of Fagin's kids goes. Um, they sold these sausages are mouldy. And Fagin goes, "Shut up and drink your gin." Oh,
0: yeah, <laughs> the best best ones, those ones. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> or um, <laughs> what's the other one? Uh, you promised me I could go see the hanging. <laughs>
0: I, I guess, though, these were probably things that were said on a regular basis in Victorian London. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: you know? Oh, I forgot to mention about Fagin and that whole wokeness thing. Is um, on a website called stlyrics.com, soundtrack lyrics. Um, all the references to Fagin are F star G I N. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> Uh Interesting. <laughs> I was just looking at you. It was just just me. You. you know, you were saying about the consider yourself and um, being mm. massive sets and things. Apparently, it took over three weeks just to film that one scene. Yeah. So it's... that that does give you a bit of a scope behind it. The, the... There's so much going on in it. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah, you can't it's imagine such that.
1: Such an awesome sight.
0: But such a short sort of song, three weeks to set it all up and to film Quite it. A long song. Wait, it's well, seven it is a long song, suppose. But yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: seven minutes. Yeah.
0: Consider yourself at home. Mm-hmm. Consider yourself one of the family. I've taken to you so strong. It's clear. We're going to get along. Favourite songs. I mean there's a lot of songs in this fourteen if you include the overture and the, the finale yeah. at the end. Mm-hmm. Um so of those sort of twelve proper songs, have you got any real favourites?
1: Um, I'll go for a, a kind of underdog. <clears throat> oh, go on. Um, we always like Harry. underdog. <laughs> Harry Seacombe, Boy for Sale. <laughs> three pounds, what, sir? Certainly not, sir. <laughs> Any advance on three pounds, ten then. go going, gone. Go it's just so mournful and um, his voice is great. And Yeah. It's, it's one of those so it's yours, by the way. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> right <now>. um, I've, <laughs> um, it's one of those songs that doesn't really have a chorus. It just like sort of meanders and grows yeah. and like uh I don't know if there's key changes, but certainly you know, nice nice chord drops that yeah. um you know come take you by surprise. Uh the, the lyrics are sad and funny and um yeah, it's it's just a perfect example of the sort of uh musical number I like I think yeah yeah you know, it's not one of the big yeah you know, knees up bangers but it's no no really good I, no. I really I always sing along to every word <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I can see you now sitting
0: around at Wait, Christmas singing along whether,
1: whether my wife likes it or not <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm sure she's fine with it
1: <laughs> any, yeah, any no, of
0: I mean that's it. as you said earlier on you know that a, most of the songs on this are, are proper bangers. There's there's a lot that you could sing along to quite easily.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, consider, again, consider yourself for the production values, of the choreography, yeah. for just how big it is. Um, Papa yeah. pa is a funny, baldy song, yeah. and they've cl- <laughs> that. So, on the stage musical, that's the end of Act One, yes. and they've moved it what m- yeah. to much later so that they can use it uh, narratively as a distraction technique to yep. sneak Oliver out away from Bill Sykes. Um, and I think that's really well done, the the way that um, Shani Wallace gets to, you know, act uh, all suspicious and everything and yep. sneak around while she's singing this um, this bawdy song to her yep. punters and getting stuck in and making sure, you know, everyone's having a good time in her pub. And yep. I know I'd say that... The, the depiction of London, where... It, When you're walking around London, sometimes, not very often anymore, but very very occasionally, you'll come across a street that hasn't really been done up, modernised. And it's just, you think, oh, well, this is what, this kind of street, I can imagine myself being in Dickensian London. Um, There was one I found in, I think it was Vauxhall or Borough or something like that. And then just the other week, I was walking around kind of Shad Thames area by Tower Bridge, and that's... um, like all the the streets are just as narrow because they haven't been able to widen the streets there. Uh they have done up the bars, they look they look nice and modern, you know. But um but yeah, Nancy's pub in this is it's really nice looking. It's like I, I yeah. do like a riverside pub. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> it's a nice riverside more pub, s- isn't it? <laughs> more swamp side perhaps. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Back then it probably was more swamp side, I can
1: right? imagine sitting on a bench outside that, you know. Yeah, yeah.
0: Be quite nice for having a nice, nice beer and then a, nice, a sing song in the middle of it yeah, as well yeah, all yeah, right
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. so um, so yes and um, papa with a and a big velvet dress um, yes and,
0: okay so voice uh, still consider yourself <laughs> and yeah. Um, papa
1: yeah and um I mean the the big standout in the middle of the film is obviously who will buy yeah the other big big production and choreography number yeah uh, not as chaotic as consider yourself, but nope. and much more kind of um, well because he's it's, it's, it's now in the posh bit of London. So exactly, he's, yeah,
0: he's gone up in the world, has not
1: he? Yeah. is in West London, everyone's just selling their nice things. So they're selling like flowers and milk, not like meat and <laughs> washing <laughs> bottles and sweeping chimneys and that. Yeah, um, and um, yeah, it's just that. That always used to be my favourite scene. Actually, uh, I really right. like the song and. The um Yeah, it's just really well done. I, I once went on a uh sightseeing tour on a bus, one of those ones, and we went to... It can't have been... It might have been Bloomsbury Square. I think it was Bloomsbury... Yeah, it must have been Bloomsbury Square because that's where it's set, this scene. Yeah. And the tour guide said, this is where the famous scene in Oliver where they did Who Will Buy was filmed. Uh, As you can see, it's not an entire crescent it, or oh, it's not an entire you know circle they it's just a crescent they they put huge mirrors up to make it look like and i've believed that for years <laughs> they didn't put huge mirrors up it wasn't filmed there it's filmed at shepperton the same as the rest of it
0: <laughs> you just did a, a replica of that area this film. yeah
1: but i believe i believed that for years Wow. And then I think probably when, like, Google Street View came along, and I was like, "Now nah, let's have a look at Bloomsbury Square again. <laughs> and whenever, whenever I watched the film, I'd be like, well, if it's mirrors, then how come you it's not a, the reflections, <laughs> not a lot of reflections walking into each other? Yeah. Come... <laughs> I bet he's so,
0: done that story on that sightseeing tour for years. Probably still is.
1: Oh. Oh, I bet. Because I once went on a sightseeing tour in Whitby, and... Yeah this would have been about 2006 or something. And uh, there was a, they were making a little joke on the script about the transport secretary, but they used to the transport secretary from like 10 years ago. Um, Stephen <laughs> whatever his name was. It's like that joke doesn't work anymore. He's, he's, he's no yeah. longer in that job. <laughs> he doesn't do that anymore. He disregards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, it does also contain the who will buy sequence, does contain my least favorite character in the film. All right. Here's yeah. That. Well, um, you know, mumming, mummers, that kind of folk entertainment where they like, you know, hippies with, well, not hippies, but, you know, olden day versions of hippies. Yes. Would sit around telling stories. And these days, uh, it's done by middle class hippies in pubs, yeah. probably, but not the sort of pubs you draw on a gaze. Yeah. There's one of them, or he looks like one of them, and he just turns up, uh, turns up on the screen for about two seconds, and waves at the camera. And I hate him. And I, he's got the most punchable face I've ever seen, and I, I hate him. Hate him. But well, he hasn't <laughs>
0: actually got a particular role, and he's just he's there. Is it just his presence that annoys you? Is it?
1: Oh, he just looks too smug. <laughs> he's too pleased with himself. <laughs> oh, he's annoying. Yeah, Fair I I remember him. I'm trying. I'm I'm gonna have to go back and watch it again now. specifically. I think he spins round. He spins round and waves at the camera. Oh, he's so annoying. (laughs) I think he's wearing. He's got braces and a brightly coloured shirt. Oh, I hate him.
0: (laughs) Fair enough. You can hate people just for being like that. I'm sure. I'm sure it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Probably not politically correct anymore to do so, but you know, let's go for
1: it. He wasn't born like it. It was his
0: choice. Would you say Who Will Buy is your standout song then? Or is there another one that's just tips it at the top? Or, or, are they your, your top
1: four? do Don't say they're my top four. But they're, they're four. all good songs. Yeah. I, I love I'd Do Anything. I love Pick a Pocket um, yeah. you know, Do. Uh, I love um, uh, reviewing the situation as well.
0: Really yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it must admit, it's, it's as you were saying at the start, that there's some absolute bangers on this. It, it is... Yeah. I wonder, I haven't listened to the, the actual stage soundtrack no. for a long time. Oh, well, I have seen no. it on stage, but um, I'm trying to the think the ones that have kicked out, whether or not they are just the ones that weren't that good, but I can't.
1: Yeah. Apart from That's Your Funeral.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, as Long As He Needs Me has got that. Yeah. Um, do, you, do you sometimes do come by? Oh, no, no, no. That's It's A Fine Life, isn't it? Her other song. Oh, yeah, she's got three songs. Yeah, Um yeah. Yeah. So you, so you sometimes do come by the occasional all black eye. You can always cover one till he blacks the other one, but you don't dare cry. Oh, that's a nice jolly lyric about domestic violence. Isn't it, it is, isn't it? <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's things like that that I love. I mean, they're upsetting, and um you know, they sh- shouldn't be in an upbeat song. And that's just. No. I mean, Robin made a whole career out of
0: it. No, I, I mean, I think the only way of selling something like that in a musical is to put it to a jolly beat isn't it you know it, it there is a, a massive part of domestic violence in this and if you're going to have that bit of storyline in there and still keep the film jolly you've got to put that in a song to a jolly up beat, haven't you
1: now now i'm imagining a musical version of Nell by mouth
0: <laughs> i don't want to see that <laughs> <laughs> No, no, thanks. know no, that's right.
1: <laughs> Tyrannosaur? Can I interest you in know, a musical version of Tyrannosaur?
0: <laughs> no, I don't think so. I, I think there's certain things that don't become musicals and shouldn't become musicals. All right. If okay. you now say, you know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I'm going to really worry your party <laughs>
1: That's a perfect film. You can't, can't improve on that.
0: Good. You can't make it a musical. That's all right. Um, no, no. no. Have you got any favorite? That would
1: attract attract annoying people. Oh, let's go see the Texas Chainsaw Music. No, (laughs) no, it's not for you. Go away. You're not not allowed. (laughs)
0: Have you got a favorite non musical scene? Is there any scenes where you think, do you know what? The the fact it hasn't got a song in here, it's not musical, actually makes it a better scene or it stands out in some way.
1: Uh, when Nancy says, Bill, do you love me? And he goes, course I love you. I live with you, don't I? Or whatever it is he says. <laughs> <laughs> I love that line. It's a good uh, line. It's a good you know, line. Uh, uh, Leonard Roster's bit's really funny. Yes. Um, there's no song in that, obviously, as we said. They removed yep. the song from that bit. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, but I mean, okay, so... If you're gonna look at the story without the songs, uh, yeah. I think an issue with it is that it starts out as the story of Oliver. Uh yeah. at one point Fagan says you could be a great man, all this kind of stuff. And like yeah. um when I think when when Lionel Bart was writing it, he came up with where is love and he thought, ah oh, that's it, that's that's the that's the plot. Oliver is trying to find love, someone, you know, some some sort of love in his life, some place of belonging what happens to Oliver? You've, it's like it completely forgets about Oliver's story entirely by the end. Yeah. And then there's that weird epilogue where you just see him going back to the posh man's house. It's like, yeah. oh yeah, forgot you were in it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it, it does seem to a point where it goes off the rails and becomes, I suppose, Nancy and Bill's story yeah. rather than, than Oliver's and story. Yeah. Is,
1: yeah. Which I don't have a problem with because no. the song, songs drive it along. Um, yeah. And I think you can get away with a lot of uh, you know, substandard plot holy story um storytelling in a musical. Yeah. And that's fine. Yeah. Because it's a different kind of storytelling. Um yeah. so yeah, um certainly from yeah, so be back soon is when the pickpockets all all go off. And then we've got uh Nancy doing as long as he needs me, and that's really the the, the start of the new section, isn't it? Where yeah, it's about that, that... her and it's about Bill. And it's about Fagin.
0: Yeah, well, is that is that is that the same? That's probably the same in the stage show, isn't that's Probably where act, act Two starts at that point. I suppose that's when it is more about Nancy and Bill. Maybe
1: it. Yeah, maybe it makes more sense when it's split that way. Then, um, yeah. Although I'm sure the stage show re- opens Act Two with "Who um, will buy?" Doesn't it?
0: Um, the listing that I found online reckons that it starts with um papa.
1: Oh sorry, yes, I thought that was the end of Act One. No, you're right. So uh, ah yeah. Big seems the end of Act One. Oh, that's nice.
0: Isn't it? Yeah, Big seems oh, the what, end.
1: What a great way to end Act One. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You could just imagine everyone singing it as they're walking out out the aisle out out to the bar. Yeah. And yeah, and just singing it in the in the um boy. A. Yeah. yeah. What a jaunty number to yeah, finish. Yeah, it is, great. isn't it?
0: It's really nice that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then I mean if you look the whole of Act Two, it's certainly in the stage version, it's Bill singing, then Nancy's singing, and then it's Mrs. Bedwin, and then Oliver's the Who Will Buy, then you're back to Bill mm. and Nancy, then you're back to Fagin, and so on. So yeah. it is very much about Nancy, Fagin, and Bill's relationship in that second half, a lot more than the first half, which is about Oliver. Mm. Very uh, strange, I suppose, and, and not as like the, the original novel, or if you watched Oliver Twist as a, a stage show that wasn't the musical version, which does focus a lot more on Oliver's life.
1: Yeah. Maybe yeah. Uh, the second half of the film should be called Oliver with a question.
0: <laughs> Just go up at the end instead of down. Yeah.
1: Oliver, where are you going? <laughs> where is, is Oliver? It? What's going on? <laughs> this is not what I signed up for. <laughs> yeah.
0: Surely should be called Bill and Nancy if that was the case.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's a different film, I'm sure. Yeah. Might be an interesting one though. Yeah, um, absolutely. Uh, do is the one? I mean, obviously, you've said already Nancy was your favorite character, so I assume is she the singer that would stand out the most for you, or is there someone that you the think has got a better voice, the best singer, I suppose, in the the piece?
1: <clears throat> Three pounds, what's so <laughs> That's how He's got the best voice, obviously.
0: Yeah, you're probably right, he has, hasn't he? He's he's, he's amazing, he always was. But
1: Shani yeah. Wallace didn't have a Sunday evening ITV show singing hymns.
0: This is very true, very true.
1: Ooh. Such is the way of the British film industry at the time, really.
0: Absolutely, yeah. They, they get one big break, and then unfortunately, they end up on them um, I mean, television.
1: That the thing is, IMDb doesn't tell the whole story, does it? No, it it doesn't mention stage act, what stage actors get yeah. Up to. Yeah, they're... she'll
0: have been on stage. I'm sure doing lots of different things. Yeah. Um, we've kind of reached the middle of my podcast, um, and I'm going to do a quick ad break just to remind my listeners that if they want to get in touch with the podcast. It's my favorite film podcast at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at my favorite film. Instagram is at my favorite film podcast. We're all over Facebook as well, just because our co host, who's not with me at the moment, um, put us on there. Um, search my favorite film. There's a community page and then there's a main page. And we're also somewhere on Letterbox. but I'm not 100% sure how up to date it is. I'll try and make sure it's up to date by the end of the series. And if all of that has been too much, Website, www.myfoodfilm.com. Everything's on there anyway. Cliff, while you're there, anything you want to sell as well while we're in an ad break section?
1: Um, well, uh, Devil Times Five Horror Podcast, wherever you get your podcast, We've actually done two episodes in March because we do one a month, but we, for scheduling reasons, skipped February. So we did two in March. Wow. The um, first one is with guest Izzy Sooty talking about um, men doing revenge <laughs> violently. Ah. And the second one is on... What was it on? We've just done it. Um, the second one was on um, post-screen slashers. So 90s right. and early noughties slashers that yeah. were all jumping on that screen bandwagon.
0: Yeah. Um, let's get back to other things then. Um, we've kind of talked about your favourite bits of the film. we talked about your relationship with the film. Having seen the stage, how do you think this as a film compares to the the stage show? Is it better because it's shorter, snappier? Is it how does it compare? Or can I, mean,
1: I, I honestly can't remember what the stage right. show is like? I, I remember where I was in the theater, I remember some movement on stage and some <laughs> songs. I, I was so young, fair enough.
0: Okay, <laughs> we'll not compare it then. Um,
1: I basically what happened with me is, um, around the age of 18. I discovered that you could buy three litres of white lightning for £1.89. <laughs> and basically my entire childhood is just a blur now. I don't remember anything about it.
0: <laughs> white lightning was certainly the devil's dream. <laughs> it
1: it was it was a reset for the fucking memory bank, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I don't remember whatever happened in my childhood. Forgotten it. It's, it's, gone. it's gone. It's gone via it's gone. white lightning. Star. I was born when I was 19.
0: Okay, then. <laughs> <laughs> Tough questions, then. So, given that Hollywood, I just love remaking everything at the moment. And you know, even West Side story's just been redone. Um, musicals are getting remade. Can you remake this? Who who would you cast in a remake of Oliver?
1: um does it have to be a hollywood remake because i it mean it have to be it that's, could that's be the a... least interesting way to go isn't it i mean it could uh, be a Spill, anyone remake Spill did a bloody good job with west side story i really like that yeah yeah i thought that was great yeah um it looks incredible and it's um yeah I, I i've only seen the original film the first film version of it once and i didn't like it Thought so it was too uh felt too set bound and artificial yeah um it is very yeah whereas yeah, it really comes alive in still Spielberg's version. It does. It anyway, does. um I don't know. There's I was thinking there's kind of two ways of uh remaking Oliver. You could do it you could do it more focused on Oliver and the kids' story. So I basically imagine. do it up, yeah do it up <laughs> to a point and then they de- 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 deviate a bit because you know what's wrong with uh changing it up a bit and adding a few new songs as long as they're in, in keeping you know like that new song they ended the they added at the end of Chicago yeah, I had no idea. It's so in keeping with the original. Yeah, Actually, it was written by the by the same. Yeah, guys. it's written by the original people, isn't it? So it, <laughs> yeah, it was. yeah. So it helps. <laughs> <laughs> Lionel Bart is no longer with us, but um, so you could do that. And if you're focusing on the kids, I guess Salin Sharma because she can direct children. Like yeah, yeah, no one else I've seen. Yeah. Um, work, yeah. Or you could do a real like just a really gritty version with with just the adults or focusing on the adults. Um so that I mean his first film wasn't a musical it's more's mm. the pity but I think this would be perfect for Gary Oldman.
0: Oh right, okay, yeah. Yeah. Neil yeah. by
1: mouth and Nancy Bill and Yeah, yeah. And Fagan version.
0: Yeah. So a, oh. an even darker, grittier version of Oliver. Oh. boxing just on Fagin and Bill and oh, Nancy yeah. yeah starring
1: Ray Winston <laughs> <laughs> and um as Fagan uh, or Jay- Bill. <laughs> so so them so them as Bill yeah them as Bill and Nancy and um Jason oh what's his name who played who's the other lead in that ah Jamie Jamie Foreman Jamie Foreman as um as Fagin
0: okay so you're just gonna recast the whole of nil by Mouth in this and, and make it basically nil by Mouth the musical? Because that's well, what you really want, isn't
1: it? Still East London.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yep. I like it. It's it's, it's an interesting idea. Mm. So, would that then be an update or would you leave it set no, in I'm, Dickensian I, 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 London?
1: No, I think oh, I don't know actually. I mean they're the way to update it, I think uh, two words, county lines <laughs> Oliver Goes Cunch This is, (laughs) I like it, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the the, the modern day equivalent of a gang of pickpockets, isn't it? I suppose it is, yeah, yeah. Drug runners over county lines, yeah, yeah. I think you've
0: got something there.
1: So, what I'm talking about is (laughs) oh no, I can't remember the name of the film. No, it was just called county Lines, wasn't it?
0: Probably is, yeah. Yeah, I'm so, sure there is just from just called. Is, yeah, now.
1: Yeah, oh, I was gonna, I was gonna come up with an amazing punchline. I was gonna say, so basically, the musical version of, but unfortunately, the film it would be a musical version of is already called Canty Lines. Yeah. like, so, ah, yeah, not a good punchline, but it doesn't matter because that's what it would be. Yeah, a musical version of Canty Lines.
0: I I I like the idea. I think it's it's certainly there's something in that that you could play with and you could you could make something from that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, drill versions of all the songs.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm liking it. Yeah,
1: you I'm liking what? it. It's good. I think, isn't it? I think
0: you could sell this. You could you yeah. could rewrite this and you could get this get yeah. this to someone and get this made. It would be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Update of Oliver. Of yeah. Yeah,
1: I think we on one. I have to change we're his name. To the would you? <laughs> yeah,
0: I think so. I don't know. Maybe you don't.
1: No, I don't think you do.
0: Okay. Okay. I was trying to think of something witty to say. That would be better than Twist, but I can't think of anything. So Twisty
1: O, Twisty, O, <laughs> the the, the O man. No, 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 no. You'd leave it as um, you'd leave it as Oliver Twist. I think. Oliver
0: Twist. Yeah, I think you would. You just have to leave it exactly as this Oh,
1: uh, there's that um, what's his name? Ah, forgotten the guy's name. Brighton rapper. Um, anyway, he's done a song called Oliver Twist, hasn't he? Oh, was he? Yeah. Um. Oh, Ardy. that's his name? Ardy. Right. Yes.
0: So that's going to be in it as well. Is that can be the. I reckon title that'd track? be
1: the that'd be the end credits.
0: That's the end credits, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, well, we're sorted. We've got the end credits sorted. We've got the actors sorted. We've got it all done. It's going to be brilliant. Mm. County Lines, the musical. Awesome. Good. Excellent. Sorted. Is um, there anything do, that we... do
1: producers listen to this? If uh, Gary's in Hollywood at the minute, then. Uh...
0: I'll, I'll see what we can do if you can. Um, if you can have a listen, we'll we'll see what can happen there. He maybe you can. Um... Okay. Pass these ideas on and we'll see what'll happen.
1: Mm, Absolutely.
0: We can just get a little credit on the end of the film. It'd be all right, wouldn't
1: it? (laughs) Credit? I'm writing the fucker. Oh, you're right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You go off and write it then. (laughs) Just give me a credit. (laughs) That'll do me. (laughs) Cool. Cool. Is there anything that we've missed? Anything that you want to mention? Anything you want to talk about? Any fascinating facts you know that? you'd like to impart on my listenership.
1: I was looking down my uh list of it's ex- quite an extensive list of notes I took um oh is it when I was last watching it on uh Sunday. Right. Uh, Better listeners I've managed to uh okay yeah I didn't mention this one of the um one of the problems I do have with musicals is yeah when you've got a chorus of people all singing at once It's sometimes really hard to make out the lyrics.
0: Yes, that is very true. I had
1: no idea until... So Sunday was the first time I ever looked up what, after they took uh, in um, Oliver, the title song, which will throw him down on... I've never known what that is. Turns out, feed him on on cockroaches served in a canister. Never knew that. Really? Is that what they say? Yeah. Gosh.
0: I've never picked that up from... What they say, either, but there again, I've never looked at the lyrics. So
1: No, it's like when you've got 25, 30 children all singing in high pitched voices, it's really hard to make out. Yeah, some the, of those there's words. an
0: awful lot of the, the songs where the, the lyrics are just like, oh, it's, just, it's just tune now, it's just melody, that's all I can hear. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, I think that was possibly, when I, oh, was I, like I hadn't managed to slip into the chat. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Biedem oh, I know. Do you know how old um, Ron Moody was when he played Fagin in this?
0: Oh. I'm going to be shocked that he, he was either a lot younger than he I thought he was, or he was a lot older. But I can't remember which. I think he was a lot younger than he's playing, isn't he?
1: 44. 44. Gosh, yeah,
0: a lot younger than he's playing. Then, yeah,
1: same age as Max von Sido when he played Father Merrin in The Exorcist. Wow, yeah.
0: wow. He doesn't look it. He looks a lot older, doesn't he? It's good yeah. makeup. Well, professor.
1: well, so, well. That was make. I mean, it was makeup in both cases, but but the way that uh, Max von Sido actually grew yeah, 30 years later to look exactly like he had in The Exorcist. Yeah. It's incredible.
0: Yeah, that is, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, It's weird when you I see don't... him and you go, yeah, well, hold on. He hasn't yeah, aged non- a
1: day. Ron <laughs> Moody didn't grow no. to look like the Fagin so much. But, no, um,
0: not so much. No. But
1: um, I should I should watch this on stage next time it's uh, doing the rounds because yeah. I um, last time I watched Chicago, which was uh, Christmas for last, I think. Yeah. Um, like As soon as I watched it, I was like, I, I fucking love this film. The film. What a great musical. Can't, I'd love to see how it plays on stage. Looked on my phone. Oh, wow, it's coming to town in next month. So I bought a ticket, bought a pair of tickets, and we went and saw it. It was brilliant. It's very different from the film, that one. Yeah, um, But yeah, brilliant. Absolutely amazing. So yeah. I really should go and see a production of Oliver. I think maybe the thing is, it just feels like, um, more a kind of like schools out in type thing because it's more you know child focused, yeah, yeah, and it's not 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 as as childish as Joseph and the Amazing Technical Color Dreamcoat,
0: no, definitely which not. Is
1: also, a banging musical, it, it
0: yes, absolutely, it really but it yeah. is much more child centered, that one, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah this one's um, a bit, bit grittier, yeah.
1: Oh yeah yeah I mean the <laughs> the film version of Joseph is not gritty the one with um uh Donny Osmond Donny Osmond yeah and the woman who played um Linda's mom in Eastenders as the narrator
0: yeah I can't remember what she's called either but yeah and I, I do know who I mean yeah yeah Yeah. it's not you are right it's not a gritty film in any not way, gritty, no. it's it's quite no. joyful and upbeat and brightly coloured and yeah, but I suppose
1: yeah, very cheap looking.
0: Yeah, very cheap looking.
1: Mm. But
0: I'm sure it's it's filmed in a school hall, isn't it? A lot of it. No, so. it's
1: sort of set. It's it's kind it it? of the book, it's bookended by scenes of a school watching it on their yeah, that's full it. stage. Yeah, it's been it's, it's been a while it. since I saw it, but yeah, yeah that, I think it's, it's actually done once on, on the old uh, set of play school or something. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's in a studio. Looks like but it could it, have been. Yeah. It's, it's, it's in a TV studio. Let's face yeah. it. <laughs> yeah,
0: it does look very TV based rather than yeah. film, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah.
1: Keep yes. expecting Floella Benjamin and Brian Cant to <laughs> turn up and stuff. They were probably there. standing backstage at the time. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right then, I have got one final thing for it. Get all the guests to do this. It's a hard one. So I've done it myself because I did it back in Series One, my favourite film. Um, can you sell the film for me in about thirty seconds?
1: Would you like to watch a uh, the greatest film musical ever made? Would you like to watch a film that is has a U certificate? Yeah, is about um, crime, poverty, class politics, domestic violence, probably prostitution too. Um, the Hayes Code era got a real frisson of that kind of things you can't say, but you, you but they're still slipping it in. Plus, it's got twelve absolutely incredible songs, loads of great choreography. A slightly wet performance by the title character. <laughs> the title actor. <laughs> Never mind that. Um, Scowl of a Reed. He's got. He's got bright blue eyes. He's amazing. Um, and uh, it's not as anti-Semitic as you might think. Perhaps. Brilliant. It's not my place to say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Excellent. I think that sells it. <laughs> well done. <laughs> um, I was going to say sort of finally is then where where can we find you but you've already said it's the say it again where is it the
1: bears repeating devil times five horror podcast we are a comedy podcast about horror movies we um (laughs) one of my one of my fellow devils said it used to be a legit horror podcast um it's not so much these days it's mainly just about having a having a laugh and um we hope it makes our listeners laugh too
0: excellent well well Hopefully all of my listeners will start listening to you, and if you mention me on yours, maybe everyone will start listening to me as well. I it's will.
1: Pretty, I will definitely do that.
0: Be a good thing. Um, right. Well, thank you very much, and everyone else out there. Until next time, bye-bye for now. Oh, papa, oh, papa, that's how it goes. Oh, papa, oh, papa, knows. What is the cause of his red shiny nose? Could it be home, papa?